Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who love thrifting. And have been reselling online for the past few years. We are sharing all of our best tips and tricks along the way. As well as setting goals and updating our progress each week. With brand new episodes every Tuesday. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We're back, finally. Maddie's here. Everything <laughs> is as it should be. Woohoo! We're back, y'all. <laughs> We're back, y'all. <laughs> so this week, we just have a ton of updates. Like, I have been out of the loop on all things Poshmark. Taylor's going to fill me in on some of the things that have been going on, and we just have a whole slew of updates as well to go through yes i know i was doing pretty good end of may into june still releasing some episodes and you did great wait actually can i take a second the interview episodes you put out were amazing and like actually and the solo episodes as well it was so fun to just be a listener to sisters who posh for a little bit there like i'd see a new episode drop and was like oh i'm so excited to listen this is awesome so Thank you, thank you, thank you for putting anything out while I was gone. I mean, <laughs> we we really, you know, we're just like, we'll see what happens. We'll do what we can. But yeah, it was we, really fun. To we saw to. what happened. So it's it like not fun podcasting without Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> I had a few more plans for some solo episodes. And I did have some other guests that I still do want to have on. So, I mean, we could definitely yeah. both interview them or do something like that because I feel like the interviews made it a little more fun having someone to still talk to rather than just me alone speaking to the void that's very impressive to do a podcast all by yourself I definitely don't think I could do it or it would be like five minutes long it's hard okay I listen to a few podcasts that are just like solo podcasts you know yeah and oh my gosh whole new respect for that like that yeah, you definitely have to have some kind of like outline yeah. and be able to just like tell little jokes with yourself. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's hard like staying on track. Like I feel like when I would record, it would be like, I would like say something and then like 30 minutes later, I'd be like, oh yeah, and then I want to say one more thing about that. Like I was like, it was confusing. <laughs> well, you don't get any breaks where like if you're talking, I can at least like I'm listening, but I can at least think about what I'm going to say next. Like if you're by yourself, you're just going for it. So true, so true. But we're really happy you're back. We miss you a lot. And what is going on with you? Everyone wants to know the updates on you and Bethany, what you've been up to. Tell us everything. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, yes, my daughter Bethany was born. That is my biggest update, I guess, life update, uh, meaning of my whole life. Um, <laughs> her name is Bethany, and she is just the best thing ever. She's three and a half months now and doing super well. She's a sleepy and smiley baby. Um, we're just so in love with her. And she is like bar none, the best thing that's ever happened to me. So we're doing really, really well. Obviously, there's the hard moments and stuff like that. But the good definitely outweighs the the hard things that come with having a newborn. But yeah, it, it's just so special to take care of her and be this like safe space for her. It's just this whole other relationship that I have now, which is just so special. I was thinking about it and like the love language that I give the best is acts of service. And like, that's the one I like doing for other people. So like taking care of her and just like being there for her is like giving me this whole other purpose, obviously as a parent, but it's just something I'm really, really loving and just really happy with. So that is the Bethany Aww. update. She's just, ugh, she's the best. <laughs> she's so freaking cute. And also she's just like growing so much already. I can't believe when you said three and a half months, like, I guess I, I know that, but it's like, we're <laughs> right? shooting it. Right? Oh my God, she was just born yesterday. And also she's just, like, she can hold her head up now. She's, like, looking around more. It's just so cute. Oh, my gosh. I know. I was watching this video, like, the first video I took of her doing tummy time. And, like, compared to now, it's just, like, <laughs> uh, The whoa. first video of you 
took up for doing tummy time, which is just her face planting. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was so proud of her, and <laughs> it's like, um, she's not really doing anything when I watch it now, but progress, you know. <laughs> somewhere now she's nailing yeah. it. Now yeah. she's like back bending to the ceiling, basically. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I did have a couple like Poshmark adjacent updates as well. Like what have I been up to as like a reseller the last few months? So I did make some sales during the maternity leave and it kind of worked out really well where like the times that I made more sales, you or our mom were visiting, (laughs) like could like take over with the like finding the items, packaging and like dropping them off and all of that. You even changed my Dymo like label role when you were here, which thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't go unnoticed. So that was awesome to like make a few sales and everything. Definitely has slowed down in the last like month because man, if you don't share your closet, (laughs) you don't make a lot of sales. (laughs) Sharing still works despite what they say. Sharing still works. Yeah. (laughs) But we're getting back into it here and there a little bit. So that's been fun. And then a big thing I did was I actually donated over 60 items from my Poshmark closet that were personal items, which felt amazing. So I, I don't know if you can relate to this, but like every time I've like, like removed things from my personal closet, I've just been like, oh, and then I'll list it on my Poshmark, even if it's not like the coolest item. And I was looking at it recently and it was like so much of my Poshmark closet is just my personal items that are like, I'm trying to sell for like so cheap. And I'm like, this is just not it's dragging me down. Know. Yeah. It's dragging me down. And then like subconsciously I've been like, Oh, I'm a reseller. Like I know how to make a good listing. So like if I have an item, I should list it regardless of like how much I might get for it. And I have made a ton of sales like with my personal items. So like, it is worth it. But then at some point it's like, you got to just let it go. Like I was looking and like, I did a huge batch of it last summer. All right. It's been a year. <laughs> we got to let <laughs> Gotta this go. Gotta cut yourself off. Yeah. So I donated, I had two big garbage bags, one and a half from, from my Poshmark closet of like personal items. So like my inventory cost number, like didn't change at all <laughs> because it was just like all <laughs> no cost things. And then I had like, half a garbage bag of just things from my own personal closet that are just like I didn't even try them on I'm just like these I don't like like I'm never picking these like like I couldn't even tell you now which items they were because they don't change my day-to-day habits (laughs) at all so that just felt amazing to just be like I am done with these they're out of my life which is amazing which I wanted to ask like if you have personal items do you automatically list everything do you just donate stuff like do you get stuck in that rut too or oh totally yeah I was just actually talking to one of my friends down here in Arizona Juju who's a reseller yeah um and she we were just talking about this where it's like it is good to go through and just like streamline your closet every now and then so it doesn't get so bogged down with just like all the personal items or even like low-cost items that aren't moving they're not working yeah you don't realize like that does like weigh on you like just having so much inventory just like kind of clogging up the inventory that actually is the ones doing the heavy lifting and selling and making you money right so I've been thinking about that too because I do have I I pretty much always like you know if I'm cleaning out my own closet I'm I list it on my Poshmark and eventually like you know it slowly does sell here and there but some of it doesn't you know so But yeah, I was thinking about that too. Like, especially with, with, you know, my own baby coming, I'm like, maybe this would be a good time to go through my inventory and and streamline it a little bit too, because it's just like, those items really aren't making me a big profit at the end of the day. Like they're not like where my profit is coming from really. So it's, it would be good to go through that for sure. Definitely. Yeah, especially items where it's like, okay, I've had this listed in here for like a year. I tried. It didn't I tried. Work out. <laughs> I know. I definitely have some like stale items. I have items, you know, the undead items <laughs> that we talk about in October that I could just donate at this point that I haven't done any of that yet. But just getting those personal items out of there, wow. Like just seeing my closet when it's shared, like go by. I'm like, okay, this is like 
so I'm like, proud of this closet. This yeah, closet. exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. So that was really awesome. I also like just did some decluttering in my own closet, like I said, and just like reorganizing things to make it more functional, which I think is just like so helpful to like revisit regularly. I know we always talk about decluttering because we both like get the itch every few months, but Mm -hmm. I like boxed up all of my like maternity outfits and boxed up all of my like business, like suits and Christmas items and like put them up in boxes like moved all of my like sweatshirts that I actually wear day to day like to the hanging section and it is just like so much more like easy access to get to things and I'm really liking that so I think I will be like decluttering my closet more in the next couple months of like actually seeing what I like again and trying things on but doing like a first pass of like yeah I'm never gonna wear (laughs) this just throwing it out felt amazing Definitely. And I think it's still good to like list some of it if it's like you have some higher value stuff that like, yeah. I feel like if, it, if it meets your criteria, if you are sourcing normally of like what product you're trying to hit and like if it's fitting into the business plan, then still go ahead and list it. But also maybe better just get it out of your house sometimes. Definitely. Yeah. I have like a few, I think like maybe like four or five dresses that I pulled from like a like a wedding guest kind of outfit or like just summery dress or something that I just don't wear anymore that I am gonna list I didn't take everything yeah (laughs) I'm I'm pretty proud of I, I don't know I just like you realize once you have like the baby items where you're like I have all this like weird stuff that's mine and it's just like easier to let go of when you're like I need more room for the baby stuff. (laughs) Don't want my house to get overcrowded instantly. So one thing we have is we, we don't have a functional Wii anymore. It broke. It actually broke. We were like playing Mario Kart, the, what is it called? Like the, when you go through like the whole series or whatever. And we were on the last one on Rainbow Road about to finish. We were doing like a team thing, me and Bjorn, where we were on a team And we were about to, like, beat the whole game, and it died, like, right at the end (laughs) that we broke. Oh, no. So that was just a whole thing years ago. But we have all this, like, Wii accessories, games, equipment. We also have all these, like, DVD box sets. Why do I have all the One Tree Hill box sets still? Why do I have the Office box sets? I didn't even really know I was into the Office, but I guess I was (laughs) at some point. I'm just like, okay, these are taking up like really good like real estate in this like main closet we have. So I found this like movie trading company, it was called, that's near me that purchases this kind of stuff. First, I tried GameStop, but they said no. (laughs) (laughs) And they purchased a lot of the items and specifically the DVDs, which I was shocked. I thought for sure they'd take the Wii stuff, but... They actually took all of the DVDs and a couple of the Wii items were broken a little bit (laughs) and they just had too much of it. That was like a really cool way to get some of these items out of my house that like, yeah, nobody is missing these items either. So that was really exciting. Yeah, the Wii could probably be retired. That's also a little outdated. <laughs> right, where it's like I would have had to buy a new Wii again to actually play any of these I don't like, even know where you games. buy a new Wii. Probably at well, the, the store. Last, the last Wii I got was refurbished from GameStop because <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't buy a new one. <laughs> so. Yeah, I feel like if you're going to buy another gaming console, you need to upgrade to like the Switch or something. Like, stay yeah. relevant. <laughs> 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 I love a good Wii. The Guitar Hero, come on. True, true. The gu- Guitar Hero really can't be replaced. Yeah. And that Wii Fit board really can't be replaced either. Like, there's been nothing like it in the game since. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's kind of a lifestyle game, not so much like just a console. <laughs> yes, literally. But yeah, other than that, I've been super into couponing again which we talked about in one of our episodes before I went on maternity leave and that has just been I feel like reconnected with my old self that was like really into couponing before yeah and now we I'm just cannot understand this enough it. that you're back into couponing like oh you like are, she's I'm back. fully back in yeah it's which like I have not gone like 
sourcing or anything like that for Poshmark. Like if I have an outing that I can get out of the house, (laughs) it's to Walgreens and I am couponing and I'm watching the YouTube videos of like the best deals of the week. So that's been super fun and like super useful because like we are going through like way more laundry detergent, like cleaning supplies, stuff like that. So it's (laughs) coming at a good time. And the baby items like couponing for a lot of diapers and wipes so that's that's been awesome to like not see this big like hit to our budget for baby items each month for like diapers and wipes that I'm able to get them at a at a good price so that has been super fun and is my like main hobby right now I would say for sure (laughs) yes and it was just um Walgreens days they had a special event at the end of July where there was a couponing event every day Oh my god! It was like our Super Bowl. Like you I mean, texted me, and I was like, "This, this is amazing!" Like <laughs> <laughs> this couldn't be coming at a better time. It's the height of our couponing, and now Wags is just celebrating the couponers like this. Amazing! <sighs> oh my gosh! Yes. So now I have all this Walgreens cash to burn. All right, what is going on with you? Do you have any pregnancy updates you'd like to share? Like, tell us everything. Yes. So I am 33 weeks right now. So getting closer, feeling very large, feeling very hot here in Phoenix. Um, Yeah. Not a good place to be right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So July in Phoenix, I know like pretty much everywhere. I know a lot of places were having a heat wave in July, like not even just Phoenix. Right. But like in Phoenix, it was the hottest July on record um, ever. (laughs) So that was really fun to be pregnant for. Yeah, so like you'll every... have to put that in your like baby book or something. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it was like for a while it was like this is the hottest one since 1974, and then it, it surpassed it eventually. I forget the exact number, but it was like 28 days or something, all above 110 degrees. So yeah, it was pretty hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've been in the pool a lot. That's been really helping. It's like when I I don't realize like how like heavy and like bogged down I feel when I'm walking around and I honestly like I I feel like I'm feeling pretty good and then I get in the pool and I'm like I feel like my old self again I feel like I'm like a kid playing light as a fiddle exactly light as a feather I mean light as a fiddle (laughs) it is a fiddle board yeah you're Um, playing mermaids pregnant mermaid literally (laughs) (laughs) I know I know I like was doing a handstand and the Rick's like, I don't know if someone pregnant should be upside down. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, okay. I just feel so You're good. You're trying like, to get him to flip or something. <laughs> I know. Like, that's okay. I literally did read that because at our like 20 week scan, which I mean, I have no idea now uh, exactly what his positioning is, but he was still head up like breech. Right. But I mean, it was still really early. He had a lot of time to flip. So I don't know yet. And I was reading online that doing a handstand in the pool can help with that. I don't know how reputable that information was. <laughs> well, we I really need to know to if heart. at 40 weeks you're doing a handstand in the pool. We need, we need to know about that. <laughs> but yeah, doing that to stay cool. We've been working on the nursery a lot. A lot of his stuff is secondhand that I've been scoring on Facebook Marketplace. I, I think with the last time we recorded an episode, that was already kind of in the works going it's on. It's escalated. My... Yeah. It's so, really escalated. <laughs> I know. I think the last thing we need to get him still that's on our list is he still doesn't have a car seat. So we really need to get that lined up in the nice. next like week here, just in case, in case he happens to come early get it or all something. Installed. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, he's pretty set up. We had our baby shower, our cousin Shelby. And her husband, friend of the podcast, friend of the podcast, <laughs> came down in person and like helped put on a virtual shower for like our family and stuff. So that was really fun. And now I've just been nesting away, putting all this stuff away, which is like so fun. Honestly, I feel I'm feeling like in a good spot. I've been, I feel like that's kind of partially a reason too why I was like you know still really prioritizing the podcast earlier in the summer. But as I'm getting closer and closer it's like okay it's getting real and I've been really just focusing on like just kind of grinding it out with Poshmark and just my reselling just to try to gear up as best I can so even though I've been quiet on the podcast it's I've been doing a lot of like reselling stuff behind the scenes and I did record a solo episode that I never put out that was like 
it's I don't I'm like should I still put it out I don't know it's yeah it's all about my July goals does anyone care about my July goals now that it's like August I do because July historically for you has been not so good yeah so I was really (laughs) focusing on like trying to get cross-listed on other platforms trying to like diversify my income and I took all these actions because of that and then I just got carried away with the goals update and just never report it back or even put up the episode (laughs) (laughs) You just basically had a meeting with yourself. Yeah. I just had a meeting with myself recorded. <laughs> it's recorded. This, this call's been recorded for quality assurance, and then I just followed suit. Um, yeah, so one of the things i was been focusing on this summer is being like a multi-platform reseller girl. So I've had Ben do pretty much the whole year, and I've talked about that before, but I really got serious with it, and my entire closet now is on the three platforms I sell on. So Poshmark, Mercari and Depop. And then I've been like, actually like taking actions on Mercari and Depop. Cause I used to just kind of like list a few things on there periodically. Set it and forget it kind of thing. Yeah. Set it and forget it. So I'm not like as consistent as I am with like, you know, say Poshmark shares, but on Depop, I do use, I feel like I'm clean, but I do use a seller bot right now that like refreshes my listings on Depop, which is cool. And then I also set up where since I'm not really going into Depop and sending out the offers all the time, I just have my Depop closet on a certain percent off sale all the time. So the prices are discounted. And I feel like just even doing those two things, I've been making like not a ton of sales, but like maybe like seven or eight sales a week on Depop. Oh my gosh. Really? I mean, I think when I started this, actually, I had made seven sales ever on Depop over two years. So So that's been really, really cool. It's it's been make I think in July I ended up making like an extra like an extra thousand dollars between Mercari and Depop, which really helped with like the July slump with Poshmark, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. So that's been the actions on Depop. And then on Mercari actually refreshing the listings so like when i use vendu to like delist relist my stale listings i'm also having it just do it on mercari and depop too so on mercari like there actually are like new listings showing up all the time so some of those have been moving and then i've been going into mercari not every day but probably like mondays and fridays and actually like promoting my listings and sending offers. I'll spend like 30 minutes doing that. And that's been really working. So now I'm kind of like selling on multiple platforms, which is very cool. I even got so inspired Ooh. that I was like thinking about trying to make an eBay account again. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> like I feel I'm feeling really good about that. And and actually, too, it actually wasn't even that bad of a month on Poshmark. Amazing. Say it kind of came together in July with the with the sales and with the the different actions, and then another thing I did to diversify my income in July was I did Indie Clover the entire month. Like I set up on Saturday, July first, and I ran my booth every week in July, and I actually just tore it down yesterday. So I even kept it going in August a little bit. Again, like it wasn't like crazy money coming in for my indie clover booth but especially the first three weeks i made anywhere between like 150 to like i think the best week was like a little over 200 dollars. and then at the end i kind of did have a week where they only where i only made like 50 dollars. then i was kind of like okay maybe i should be over indie clover because it was costing me like 30 dollars to have the booth so i wasn't really adding adding up up right now (laughs) and i did learn a lot like i i feel like at the beginning weeks you know, I had a really strong curated collection in my booth of the stuff that I brought that I thought would do well at Indie Clover. And then I think almost kind of like how our, like you were saying, like our own Poshmark closets kind of get convoluted with like personal items after so often of so many, so many drops of personal items. I think some of my exciting items would like sell out of Indie Clover and I would bring stuff to restock. You know, it was I was a whole nother ex- booth by the end. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like it, it was just kind of getting full because yeah the things that would sell were like the exciting items and then I would be, I'm still like learning so I'd be experimenting and I'd bring like a haul of new new stuff every week to to bring there and try and like some of it would be exciting but then like some of it would be like 
the stuff filler. I was just, yeah filler <laughs> so then by the end there was kind of a lot of filler and I feel like it was kind of like taking away the credibility of my whole booth so I think in the future I would like try to like really edit down booth there not just like fill it up every nook and cranny um keep it curated because I think the curated booths do better when it's like you stop at a booth and like everything's cute it's like okay then like people shop more than when it's like they're trying to find like the needle in the haystack cute thing (laughs) right well and if people like shop there regularly like say they came at the beginning of the month they looked at your booth true and and then they came two weeks later and they're like it's kind of the same stuff but now all the good stuff's gone like (laughs) yeah they're like oh we already looked at this some some of this stuff so even just rotating it out and trying that stuff again in like august or something yeah make it look like a new person's booth all week would be like the goal i think when you're there because that's so true because i i would like shop and source there even when i would stop in some of these booths like they were also there the whole month of july and it's like i'm not like going to tell every week for the new right new restocks because i'm like oh i've already kind of seen that but yeah overall like between depop mercari and my indie clover booth that really like helped my july that's awesome and i think i'm gonna take a few weeks off of indie clover here but my plan is to set it up end of september again and let it ride when I'm going to have the baby here, I'm going to do a couple things differently with it. Just like, like in July, I, I really didn't, I didn't like mark the items, like not for sale. Oh yeah. On Poshmark, <laughs> like the stuff that like I just brought from my Poshmark closet. I just left it active on Poshmark and brought it in person to Indie Clover. was a risk because, you know, if it sold on Poshmark and then I went to Indie Clover to like pick it up, to ship it out and then it wasn't there anymore that I would have to cancel the sale but that only happened one time so I feel like to me it seemed like worth it if you're able to like make regular trips to your booth you know I would go next morning to Indie Clover to grab anything that sold and it's like I'm not going to want to be doing that when the baby's here that's going to defeat the whole purpose of having like having a booth over there but but yeah overall it was really good and yeah, I'm running a sale in my closet right now this week. So if you're hearing this, I'll still honor the deal for you. Don't know if it's still going on. Woo-hoo. Everything $100 or lower in my closet is now $25. And everything $25 and lower is two for $25. So I've been having a pretty good sales weekend so far. It just started yesterday. Um, awesome. But really just trying to drive some extra sales this summer and clear out some of the summery items before the weather changes here. That's one thing I did when I opened the Poshmark app, you know, after a week or something where I, was like, I didn't open this at all, mm-hmm. where I like all of my items are over the 60 days relist at this point, I'm pretty sure. So I just sorted by or I filtered by like dresses and like shorts. And then I um, relisted those. Oh, nice. Try- trying to get like a little seasonality. Yeah, which I did make a couple sales. So I think I'm going to keep doing that with like tank tops or whatever would be next. Right. Right. Yeah. And even going into fall doing like jeans and sweaters here. Like I think now that we're in August, it, people are starting to shop more so for back to school than summer. Definitely. Which is another thing I was thinking with my indie clover booth. I'm like, I feel like it's very summery and I need to have more of a fall drop. Oh Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. So is, would it be possible for someone else to go refresh your Indie Clover closet for you? Yes. Does it have to be the person? Yes. No, it can be, it can be a friend like, um, Lily, who was on the podcast. She, she does Indie Clover periodically too. She's been traveling a lot this summer. So she's been doing it like when she goes out of town. So she'll either have like me or Regina, you know, when she goes and sets up the original time, she'll just grab a bunch of extra tags and then you can buy like the tagging gun yourself. She set up the booth and then she just like left like a left like a reusable tote bag that had some like pre-tagged items. and was like, hey, when you go check on your booth next week, can you just like hang these up in my booth? So I feel like I could do something like that. Ooh, and... Very smart. All right. So that's kind of what's been new with us. But there's also been a lot of changes lately on Poshmark and different reseller adjacent apps. So I thought it'd be fun to just kind of do like a rapid fire update with Maddie. I don't know how many of these you already know about. Like, I just kind of (laughs) want to get your blind reaction because a lot of things have changed and I've been taking advantage of some of them. 
I have some thoughts, but I'm also Tell just curious us the details. to hear. Yes. Yeah. I'm just also curious to hear like your like first impressions. So here are some updates that have been happening in the reseller community. Kind of a posh news update. So number one, Poshmark over the summer here has released a new feature where you can search by image on Poshmark. So kind of similar to like Google Lens. I think it might be actually called Poshmark Lens. (laughs) (laughs) I'll check on that. I forgot what it's called. But it's basically the same thing where it's like next to the search bar in the app, once you update your app, you see a little camera. It's called Posh Lens. See what they did there? Yeah. Maybe that's just the name of this technology or something. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little camera icon. And the the idea is that you can, like, you know, you're shopping at a store. You see something you like. Or you, you're online. You take a screenshot of, like, a sweater you like. And then you can reverse search the image in Poshmark. And it should pull similar listings for you. So helpful for customers when they're shopping and also helpful for resellers if you're checking comps within Poshmark. What do you think? I actually did know about this one. So I I played around with it just a little bit and like it's a Debbie Downer, but like not that impressed with the technology. I I it doesn't look at the brand at all. (laughs) So I think from like a reseller standpoint, it's like if you're trying to find like how much does the like Lulu's dress go for, like that's not really it's better to still just type in like Lulu's green dress or whatever. I think definitely for like bins items, this would be like a really good feature to price points for things as a reseller. And then as like a buyer, like if you don't care about the brand, like I think this is really awesome and works okay. Um, definitely like Halloween costumes was where my mind went for this as like a buyer. If you like Mm. had like a certain look you were going for and didn't care about the brand of the items. Um, when I worked at (laughs) H&M, yeah, we would do this. We'd have like morning meetings every morning with the staff and do like activities sometimes that were like, you know, just trading and a very popular activity we would do like very frequently was like called swatting the items which was an acronym for sell what's available today so it it'd be like oh a customer comes in and they're looking they show you a picture of like this sweater and it's like we don't have that sweater <laughs> so then you have to right. like, find like a similar item in the store and be like oh we don't have this one but we have this one that's really similar to sell what's available today swat the item mm. and i feel like that's kind of what this google search is because it's like not really pulling up the exact items a lot it's just pulling up swaps right like if you want something kind of similar yes (laughs) same colors (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah and okay this is kind of coming at a funny time too because i have seen a lot of buzz on instagram lately in the reseller community about how people have noticed i don't want to trigger anyone but it seems like the search has taken a step Uh backwards Uh oh spaghetti (laughs) oh um which I remember like a couple years ago or whenever that was with the fireside chat when things went down with the search and then they made the big announcement at Posh Fest being like, we're switching it back. But it seems like there's some, some might be some shenanigans going happening. on. <laughs> they might be trying to take two at the Posh search oh algorithm. Boy. Which here we, we go. Here we go. Brace <laughs> yourselves, ladies. Um, <laughs> Have you been using this image search at all? Like, I'm going to be honest, no. If I'm checking comps, I use Google Lens. It works great. Okay. (laughs) Google Lens is greater than Posh Lens, in my experience. I mean, you can pulls up that. It pulls up the Posh listings, too, on Google. So, like... Better than the Posh Lens does. (laughs) Yeah. So, that's what's new with Search with Images, uh, or Posh Lens. Okay, another update, number two. Vendu released a new feature called Seller Detector... So if you are using Vendu to cross-list on multiple platforms, now certain platforms, not all of them, have the feature where it will detect, it'll just kind of like auto-check your your sales a few times a day, and then it will automatically pull and delist those listings from other platforms if they sold. So let's say I have a shirt listed on Poshmark, 
Mercari, Depop, and it sells on Poshmark, which is one of the apps that it does have working, it will automatically delist it for from Mercari and Depop for me without having to lift a finger. <gasps> oh my gosh. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yes. So what was the process before, I guess? The process before is if you if something sells on one of the you know, you can use Vendu to to cross list everything. But if something sells on Poshmark, I have to go into Vendu and mark it as sold on Poshmark myself physically. And then then it would then it will delist on the other ones too. But like I have to take that first step. Now with seller detector, it just runs a few times a day. And when you log in and you go to your solds, it'll have like a little like blue dot next to it showing there's like new activity. And you Ooh. can kind of see which items it detected as sold in case there was a mistake or a sale got canceled and you need to like re-put it back up. But it's already all off Mercari and Depop without me having to remember to do that. Right. And it, I think it's Poshmark and eBay. It does have that ability. If you just go into your marketplaces, you can switch that seller detector on. I believe it's not available for Mercari and Depop yet as far as like if something sells on Mercari or Depop it won't then go back to Poshmark and delete it or whatever but it's already I've noticed that it's made such a big difference because like I'm selling on Poshmark like you know eight to one of the other platforms so that's like the one where I'm running into issues with things double selling the most now it's like you know if I have a few a handful of depop and mercari sales that's much more manageable for me to go in and actually mark as sold the old way until they have this up and running and i'm sure if you were on ebay like that's another major hitter like poshmark where that's gonna make the biggest impact too so definitely that's super nice and like no extra charge no it was free and i will say so the thing with vendu it's kind of a pro and a con it's very customizable but like usually like any extra add-on on Vendu, you usually do you have to pay for. Like, I think in order to like bulk delist relist, like that's an extra like four ninety nine a month to add that feature on. And there's like different features you can customize for like what you think you'll use. But the seller detector is totally free. You don't need to add anything on for that. Wow, that's that's really nice. And definitely for people like you that have a larger closet, or even people that have a larger closet than you, and have all these apps going, that's just takes away. Oh my Such gosh, a headache the weight slipped off my shoulders. I'm not just like... Like, did I remove it? can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even without the Mercari and Depop ones working for me yet, like, it's already made it. So it's just such a such like, less of a thing I... that I'm thinking about all the time. Amazing. Good job, Vendu. Keep it up. Yay. Okay. Another update. This one I've seen a lot of buzz about too, and I have some personal experience with. And in my July goals update episode coming coming soon, coming. don't know when <laughs> coming this winter. It is that Poshmark started their promoted closets beta test, which we talked about when it was first announced. But I happened to see earlier in June that I had access to this feature to try the free two-week trial. So definitely yeah. check if you have access to this feature now because I've seen a lot more rollout of it. You have to use it on How the desktop. How did you check? Yes. So it's on the desktop version. And if you click on your little self in the top right corner, your little profile, right. where you'd click to my closet, right under my closet, there's a new feature that says my promoted closet beta very confusing how it works i I tried it for the two weeks it said it was helping me make sales i so much behind the curtain i don't really know so you basically set a budget with poshmark that they will charge you every week so for the first two week trial they give you like a free 40 dollar budget that you are getting for zero dollars to try it out but then past that you can sign up and i think the lowest you can do is 20 dollars a week but it doesn't give a lot of clarity on like exactly like so you you only end up using that budget when people click on your items you're paying for clicks but there's not like a set there's no set info that i've seen of like how many clicks equals a dollar or something yeah <laughs> so it's just kind of like 
it's a little confusing. Is it like you pick certain items or is it your no. whole closet? It's your it's on your whole closet and you set the budget. So I actually did a third week at the twenty dollar because I'm like, I just gotta see like give this another shake. I gotta yeah. see what's going on when I when I'm when I'm using my own dollar, you know? <laughs> yeah. Though even the way that it's like described in the blog post is like very confusing. This is also in my July episode coming <laughs> soon. So Promoter Closet is a new seller tool that we are beta testing, helps seller increase visibility to their listings. This is a paid marketing tool that allows listings in a seller's closet to be eligible for promotion to shoppers on Poshmark. How does it work? Listings from your closet will automatically be promoted to shoppers based on how closely they match a shopper's search and your weekly budget. When a shopper clicks on one of your promoter listings, they are taken to the listings detail page. Isn't that how it was before? <laughs> like, See, that's why I don't like really know what you're paying close, for. Like, and then, based so, on how, like, what they search, if yours is, like, you know, pretty good match, it comes up. But maybe yeah. it's, like, if there's, like, ten that are, like, in the same ballpark you're of the paying same match, your, yours comes up first. And I have seen when I'm searching now, like, the top two listings will say promoted on them now. So they are showing up at the top. I have but, noticed that too, and then it's like sometimes those ones are like irrelevant to what I was searching for. That's why the the search is I don't know if the search is rock <laughs> solid yet, ironclad enough for them to be rolling this out, to be honest. But um <laughs> but they are and um, here we are. Like I paid twenty dollars last week and it told me I made three sales by doing my twenty dollar cheap budget, but I just have no way of knowing if the, I don't know, like it's it's very... like would they have clicked on yours anyway? Yeah. I don't know. We don't know. But so during the week, okay, you put in, I'm going to do $20. Then throughout the week, can you see like, oh, I have $10 left? Or Yes. It keeps a running total. It shows when you have the My Promoted Closet running, you can go to that little tab that I sh- talked about sure, earlier. Yeah. And it'll show okay. you like how many clicks it's generated. It'll show you like your running budget for the week. And then basically you set that cap. So there is a chance supposedly that it's not just a cash grab and that like they will, let's say you didn't get enough clicks and you only had to pay $17 that it would stop, Mm. but it just wouldn't go past that set amount that you set. I just, I need to find where it said, I talked about this in the July episode coming soon, but it said, it said something about like how there was like no clear answer in the way they worded it of like, like how many clicks equals a dollar you know what i mean like i don't know exactly how that works gotcha i don't know it was saying i think i had it i think it said i had made like 70 dollars worth of sales spending the 20 dollars, and i was like i don't know and this is i don't know if this is working for me yet i could see it would have been like 300 dollars or something you would have right okay this might be worth it i'll do another week but it's like three sales I, <laughs> like where these I personally don't know if it's far I don't know if it's advanced enough yet in this beta stage where I want to be like shelling out money for it because I'm just not really sure how it works so I don't really yeah. know what I'm paying for and I didn't see like a huge payoff from doing it like it wasn't like I did the t- did the week paying for it myself and I was like wow my sales are just rolling in like this is game changing if that was the case like I'm very I'm very open to like a pay-to-play model especially being full-time like anything to market my closet I will probably do if it, if it makes sense like and right. I'm making more money I wasn't like it might be worth to try just like and a I was random very confused. week it might just be worth to try another random week like yeah in a month or so just to see if you you know if I'll anything happens experiment with it here and there just if I'm feeling like I just have the extra cash flow to just pay the $20 um Dollar bill just burn it <laughs> Maybe if I make a big sale, I can celebrate with the promoted closet week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was interesting. And I'm, I, I'm curious if you have access because I want you to do the trial, at, at least do the two weeks. just so you I, can. That, that is going to be my homework after right after this is to check if I have. Yeah, I remember when it, you had to sign up for it and you texted me and I think I signed up very shortly after you did. So I bet you also access. got access. And, and I can get that going. And like, well, because right now I have it, like I, I unenrolled from it. I think it just ended like yesterday. So now when I yeah. go to my, the, my, my promoted closet tab, like it's, there's way less info 
available for me to see until I start our promotion again. So I can't see those FAQs as easily. And I'd be curious for you to like take a screenshot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Report back because I didn't have the details, but also there weren't a lot of details. It was very confusing. <laughs> okay. Oh. And then last update, Posh Fest announced its speakers this week. <gasps> oh my god! And I saw some very familiar faces that I wanted to shout out personally on the podcast. And then also I saw that tickets to Posh Fest sold out. So they announced their speakers and it looks like they are doing some live posh shows at the event, kind of like how they've been doing at the posh party lives and house of cloth, Alex, who we met last year at posh fest when we were there, she is one of the posh show hosts. So that's really cool. Oh my gosh. Exciting. And then I saw that one of our favorite accounts follow grateful posher, who's been just killing it with the live show still. She is one of the speakers this year, so that's really cool. Love it. Ruth from Ruthless Reselling, she's friends with Regina, and she, I know on Regina's podcast, the Posh Babe podcast, she had her on for an interview, and I listened to it. It is such a good interview, and she is, like, very inspiring. She is killing it on Poshmark, I think. I remember last year, I saw an Instagram post that she was, like, already at, like, $300,000 for the year at one point. Whoa. Yeah, so she's killing it. If I was going to Posh Fest, that would be a, one that I'd want to make see. sure I'm going yeah. to. That's a must-see. And then yes. um, Amber Smith, who is, I think her account was Arbitrage by Amber, or Arbitrage with Amber. She's a reseller based out of Iowa. And then also she has randomly like had a few TikToks go viral that aren't necessarily reselling related. She's just a fun follow, honestly. She posts a lot about just kind of like comedy TikToks and stuff about like her dating life in Iowa, which was pretty fun. <laughs> but um, she had, she did like one of those, you know, when Spotify wrapped was coming out at the end of the year. Yeah. She made one that was like her dating wrapped and it was like, she made a PowerPoint. Of- <laughs> I don't remember that being part of it, but it was like, um here's the dates we went on here here's the dates i had to pay for here's the dates they paid for it was like really funny she's like a business girly and like oh my gosh i know she I has a full-time job too i'm not sure exactly who she has but she's very like corporate girly and her whole powerpoint was so funny um and i think she went on the jennifer hudson talk show because of the virality of that tiktok specifically oh my god she's gonna be speaking at posh Fest. what a year if I was going, that'd be what I would want to check out too. Cause she's just, she's really fun to follow. I love following her account. Nice. That sounds um, like a good, that's obviously not all the speakers or all the events, but that sounds like a good group. It looks like a bunch of new faces speaking this year. It looks like it's going to be a really good lineup, but unfortunately, yeah, tickets are sold out. And that was the other thing I wanted to talk about because I don't remember. I don't know. They were pushing sold the tickets out since like they were pushing the tickets last year. Yeah, so I don't know if I don't know if it's the same number of tickets or what, but I was kind of like impressed and wanted to give a pat on the back to Poshmark for selling out the event. I wonder. Well, it's in San Diego this year. Yes, that, which is a good location. Yeah, that's a really, really fun spot. And I wonder if the price point was the same or if they added any more perks or anything like that. We'll have to talk to someone that's going or ends up going just see how it compares to the one we went to definitely yeah i'm excited to see how it all goes it is that october 12th weekend i believe yeah october 12th and 13th san diego so that must be a thursday and friday man if there's a way we can figure out some babysitters so we can go next year we gotta do it we gotta i know I'm or just like, bringing oh, the babies <laughs> I know. I'm like, should I go with my one week old? He could probably speak on the panel. <laughs> if I'm like late, he might not even be born yet. <laughs> You're 41 weeks. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. I, I don't think it's my year for Posh Fest, but I am excited to see all the content. And I'm also excited to see the announcements that will come out of Posh Fest because that's always, I feel oh, like, yeah. the big headlines of the updates. What do they okay. call that section again? <sighs> The hackathon. Hackathon. <laughs> Which, okay, some of them, like, did they ever come out? Remember they were, like, this is so not, like, the important issues. But, like, that's supposed, 
Yeah, that was supposed to be the cha-ching when you make a sale. Never heard it. Haven't made a lot of sales, but never heard it. Maybe update your app, but I don't think I've heard it either. <laughs> Maybe I've been making a lot of sales. <laughs> haven't made any. What if it's like, yeah, that's been a thing for months. Just you haven't made any sales. <laughs> yeah, if you were at Poshfest and last year and you were at the hackathon and you remember them boasting this confetti update, what happened? Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> These are the important things. Come on. These are the important things. Okay. Well, those are just a few updates. I'm sure there's more. So I'm sure in a future episode, we can continue to bring you up to speed about the changes that have been happening since May. Love it. Yeah. We'll have to do a whole episode. I mean, I know we have your July goals update coming out soon, but we'll have to do a whole goals update for you with the maternity leave. I think that's really interesting to talk about and me just figuring out what I'm trying to do these days. Yeah. Um, I think that would be really helpful and a fun episode to do soon. Yes. And I definitely want to do like another full couponing episode. Oh my gosh. Sister Sue Posh might be like half Poshmark, half couponing now, which I've considered making some reels. So if you see those coming out, like just you've been warned. (laughs) She's inspired. The content ideas just can't. They're just coming to her in her dreams. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then I also I also did want to do maybe an episode like kind of mom related of different like kind of secondhand or like getting a good deal on stuff for baby things since we've both been kind of doing that. So great idea. Lots to come in the new season. Love it. Oh wait, are we counting this as a new season? Well, no, but it's like just it's like a new season, season of life. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if we were it's on like a different season. season I'm in. in. No. Okay. No, it's like the season I'm in. Okay. Okay. It's like this new chapter for me. Yeah. 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 I, everything's about to change for me. I think we should acknowledge that. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like it's true, but like it's kind of annoying to hear. <laughs> yeah. This episode will go up before the July episode, <laughs> and then. Um, I need to hear this July episode. So. Yeah, it can't just stay on the cutting room floor. Like people need to know what I was up to. No, I'm I'm dying <laughs> to know. Well, we will be back with another episode, hopefully next week. Um, but until then, if you like today's episode, feel free to give us five stars on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Leave a little review. We absolutely love to read those. Yes, and if you have any questions or episode ideas or any anything that you've just been thinking about since we've been on our little hiatus here, feel free to send us an email to sisterswhoposh at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram at sisterswhoposh. Let's get the conversation going again, ladies. Yes. Awesome. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Love you, Tay. Love you, too. Bye. <laughs>